Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi guys, welcome back to the next episode of the City Confessions. Today is actually the day that we are having like a snowstorm and it's a Monday, um, so I think it's perfect to record a podcast. But anyways, I hope you guys are doing well and being safe and it's February, so let's just jump into today's episode. I have Deanna first. She's a New York City-based illustrator. She does these amazing drawings in the fashion and beauty realm, but I know she's also branching out to lifestyle. So hi, Deanna. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you seeing like the whole snow right now, like through your windows? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I always feel like they tell us, oh, we're going to expect, you know, eight to 10 and then it never happens. But I feel like this time it really is. And it's February 1st. So craziness. Yeah. But enough about the weather. People are probably like, okay, we get it. <laughs> well, it's different when you're here experiencing it than when someone's just talking about it, you know? Totally, totally, yeah. And, like, this is New York for you guys. But why don't we uh, first in- – why don't we begin by having you introduce yourself to the listeners? Tell us who you are, what you do, and what your relationship is with New York City. Sure. So – My name is Deanna First, like you said. I'm a New York City-based illustrator. I started my career in the fashion design world. And then, you know, throughout time, I gradually pivoted over to do full-time freelance. And I've been doing that, I want to say, since 2016. So it's a little background information. Okay, so let's backtrack a little. And why don't you tell the listeners, where did you grow up? Like, what is home? And then how did you find yourself in New York? Sure. So I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. It's about, um, I went to Kent State University and I studied fashion design. And I studied the technical track, which was pretty crazy because you could choose between illustration and technical, but I was already pretty confident in my illustration skills. So I graduated in 2012. I moved out here to New York and just started my life in the fashion industry, working as an assistant designer for a few years. So that's what got me originally to New York City. I read on your website that you always knew you wanted to be an artist ever since you were in preschool. And one, I want to ask, is that actually true? (laughs) And two, do you recall that moment when you like discovered art or you just had a, you know, this like epiphany moment where you knew you were going to be an artist? So it wasn't just like one moment. I mm-hmm. knew, like you said, like preschool, um, you know, we would write in our little like, I don't want to say journals, but we would write pictures and the teachers would ask questions. And one of them was, what do you want to be when you're older? 
and I drew a picture of like an easel and, a, and me, a little girl, like drawing on the easel. And I wrote out artist. I mean, it wasn't spelled that way, but, you know, you could get the <laughs> vibe from the drawing. So I always knew it. And I always was involved with like art competitions, like from a very young age. It just was so natural. And I really didn't like school. You know, I didn't like the school system. I think it really hindered your creativity because I'm very right brain. That's how I learned. I'm so visual. And pardon me, I have like ADD, ADHD. So I like go in a million different directions. Oh, good. Bear with me. Um, But yeah, it wasn't a certain time in my life. I just, it was just a deep knowing that, Mm -hmm. you know, I knew I would be an artist some in some way or another Mm -hmm. I'm looking at your work and I just love it like I feel like I don't know like do you believe people are born with talents or do you believe you can create your talents if that makes sense yeah that makes perfect sense so both definitely you're born you know with your god-given gifts you know Anything that comes naturally to you from a young age, I feel like those are your gifts. And a lot of people that are struggling now to figure out, you know, what should I do with my life? I'm not happy. It's like, think back to your childhood. Like, what did you enjoy that, like, didn't, you know, relate to money or anything? But then, of course, there's that element of if you practice at at, at anything every day, you're going to get better. So someone that's born with talent, And someone that practices every day, the person that practices every day could far outshine, you know, the naturally gifted person. Mm -hmm. And how do you think your art has evolved over the years and how has your skills improved? So I feel like tremendously. um, So before COVID hit, I used to do live sketch events. So I would go to fashion and beauty stores or like special events, even fashion week. And I would draw guests live in like five minutes flat, just like a quick sketch. Um, So I feel like the speed of my illustrations and the accuracy that I'm portraying in them has really improved with practice. And just my style has evolved. Like in the beginning, I was trying to find out what my style was. And now I have like my go-to. I have a few different ones, but I have my go-to styles that I you know, gravitate towards. So how would you describe your style? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm so visual. So even describing it <laughs> is really weird. I'm mm-hmm. mostly drawn to anything that is fashion or beauty related, like women, soft silhouettes, like people. I love drawing people and eyes and faces. Um, I feel like those are the hardest. <laughs> you know, I just love them. Anything with eyes, like I really love. And I feel like I need to do more work for myself because I've been getting so busy with commissions and it's someone else's vision and Mm -hmm. I bring that to life and it makes me feel good that they like it. But at the end of the day, it's not always my concept, my idea, what I post on Instagram. Got it. And I feel like your work is perfect to showcase on social media because especially Instagram, since it is a very visual platform. So how has social media played a role in you being a freelancer, right? And have you received gigs and new clients through that? I also know that you are promoting like a sh- your shop, um, which is awesome. And that's super strategic. 
So I just want to know how you have leveraged social media to your advantage. Sure. So I'm so thankful for social media. I feel like I really wouldn't have much of a career if it wasn't for these platforms. Just the fact that you could post something and like grab the attention of, you know, celebrities or, you know, people you look up to, you know, that could possibly repost and reshare, you know, it's just really about engagement. And it's just allowed me to reach so many people that I wouldn't have been able to reach. And throughout your journey, I mean, I know it's still, you know, you're still on it. But what has been the most challenging moment? Oh, Lord, one, (laughs) one moment or top three. (laughs) Top three, definitely dealing with, you know, the whole COVID and pivoting my career. So that's definitely one. And, you know, a lot of people, when I used to say, oh, I work from home, because I've been working from home, I want to say, I don't know, four or five years now, people would get so jealous. And now it's just taken on this different, like, people don't put it on a pedestal, the working mm-hmm. from home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like doing everything on my own has been probably the hardest part of my journey, because no one sees I'm sure you can relate. No one sees all the elements like I'm making my contracts. I'm, you know, doing my social. I'm your every job, basically. Um, Right. And I know that you have a very impressive, extensive list of clients. Out of all of the accomplishments you've done so far, on the flip side of being most challenged, when have you felt the most proud? Oh, Lord. Okay, so there's a lot of proud moments, too. I'm not going to lie. I really didn't think it was even possible, you know, for me to be doing this full time. Um, I'm trying to think of the most proud moment. I honestly don't think there's one particular moment, but I would Mm -hmm. say early on in my career, when I was really looking to land some, you know, more well-known clients at the time I really didn't have anyone that you know was very well known and Saks Fifth Avenue reached out to me and they're like hey can you do live sketching like we would love to have you in store and I think like when I landed that job I felt like wow I like really can do this for a living so I feel like oh can I add another one in of course so this was last year and I was just like sitting at home And I got a random call from like the head of marketing at Diane von Furstenberg. And I've worked with them before at events and, you know, in store. But then she just passed the phone to Diane and was like, Diane wants to talk to you. I was like, okay. Um, So I was chatting with her, like still in shock about everything. But she had a postcard from one of my events that I illustrated that was just sitting on her desk that she held on to. So she was looking for someone for like an upcoming thing. And she just was like, oh, how about Deanna? Let's reach out to her. So, so yeah, I I met with her like the next day. I remember like booking a blowout for my hair. I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I have so much to get done. So do you think, because I think um, in a lot of shows and movies, they glamorize New York and fashion is such a big part. Do you believe that once you have your foot in, especially in the fashion industry, that it's easier to kind of, like once you're in, you're in, 
if that makes sense. I think so. Do you believe that you still need to obviously work and everything? Because I feel like, you know, you have a connection in like a certain designer or whatever the case is. Like, I'm sure, you know, like word of mouth and all of that, it all kind of just circles back to you. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like you obviously have to put in the work, but once you like make a reputation for yourself, words, you know, word gets around like if you know what you're doing or not. And I feel like clients talk, friends talk, and clients turn into friends. So I feel like once you're in, it's kind of just like a domino effect. At least that's what's happened for me, like, how about you? Like, I mean, you've grown your platform tremendously. Like, do you have any tips for me? <laughs> no, first of all, uh, people don't know this or it's like people, you know, they'd like to judge an account before they get to know the person. But I've yeah. had my account since 2011. Like I was a really early Instagram user. So I remember like- Is that I'm, when it came out? When did Instagram Yeah, like I think like t- the end of 2010 or something. But my account was, again, really new. I didn't even know what the purpose of Instagram was. The only reason why I even made an account was because I was really jealous of people posting Facebook albums and photos with those, like, filters, like those oh vintage ones. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I, I want that. Like, I want that look because it was so different. So I used Instagram as almost like an editing platform, which is so embarrassing now. And then I would upload those images to my Facebook because – do you remember when Facebook albums was like such a thing? Oh yeah, I was uploading like weekly and co- like exactly. I would yeah. do like Friday nights with the girls in college and like sophomore year, and that's what I used Instagram for. And then when somebody educated me and said, "Hey, do you know your profile is like is public?" and I was like, "What? Like no way!" Because think about every single photo in your camera roll being on Instagram. Oh, like my that's God, what yeah. I did. And then when I discovered the profile (laughs) feature, I went on it and I was so embarrassed. I had to manually delete all my photos because even to this day, Instagram does not have like a bulk delete. Oh, you're right. They don't have that. And I had over like a thousand photos. And like, oh my God. Yeah, it was so bad. So, anyways, that's just like a fun fact. Like, I've had my account for a really long time and then I traveled to a, like uh, London I studied abroad and I was doing a lot of photography that's when I got into photography so I feel like at the time it was newer like it was a very trending um topic on Instagram like travel yeah so that's kind of how I got my foot in the door but going back to your question I do believe relationships is definitely key like some of the just like opportunities I've received, I would always ask, you know, the person like, hey, how did you find me? And more often or not, they always tell me, oh, so-and-so mentioned you. And I either may not even be that close to that person or had any clue that they would put in such a good word for me. So relationships is huge, especially in a city like New York. And if you burn relationships or a bridge, like, that's just not good because you just never know, like, who they know. <laughs> exactly. And I like how you said, you know, always ask, like, how did you find me? Because I, I notice I don't always do that. You know, you get busy, you just send the email back. And so that's really great advice. Yeah, no, it's it's good data for yourself as well, you know, because if you get X amount of clients and, like, 
three, four of them say like a random search on Instagram, then you know whatever it is, like through hashtags or, you know, you getting tagged somewhere like that is working, you know, or if they just say like so-and-so mentioned, like it's nice to thank the person also, you know, like, oh my God, thank you. Um, But the best part is going into anything without expectations and without wanting something for like a genuine relationship. But I also believe it's extremely important to also ask for help, which is like how we got connected as well. Like I was looking for guests. You wanted to be on a podcast and I was like, oh my God, perfect. Win-win situation. Exactly. I think it has to be an even exchange. I think a lot of times people go into, you know, what can I take from you? Like what can you give to me? And that's yeah, not give like before you take for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's definitely crucial in any area of life, really. Yeah. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Sure. And I always ask my guests after they, you know, warm up a little bit. And it's a really simple question, but it's what keeps you up at night. And I don't mean physically, unless, you know, there are a lot of things that keeps you up at night. <laughs> but I feel like given the circumstances of the world today, there is just a lot of common struggles that a lot of us go through, but then also maybe some like hidden hidden struggles, right? So this is your, and we don't take time to really sit down and turn inwards and be honest. I don't know how your workload is right now if you're like running around and you're crazy busy or you might have a lot of free time in your hands. Like at least for me, it's it goes in waves. So currently in this moment, as we are recording, what is stressing you out? What's like on your mind and what can you tell the listeners? Okay, very good question because I always have a lot of stuff on my mind. <laughs> so i am actually been so busy. Um, finally, like work has really picked up now. So I'm constantly thinking about like how I can, you know, make other streams of income because I put all my eggs in one basket almost when I did events. Mm -hmm. So when events pick back up, I'm trying to think like, how can I not be reliant on one factor? Because I realized that doesn't work very good in life. Only like, you know, having one stream. And then I'm also going to be 32 in two weeks. Are you Aquarius? I'm an Aquarius. Yeah, I just saw you on a birthday. Yeah. So happy belated. And ha- well, it depends when this airs, but wait, when is your actual birthday? The 15th. Okay, yeah. Well, happy early birthday. By the time it airs, I think it's going to be on the 22nd. So everybody okay. go wish Deanna a happy birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> so I feel like birthdays are always like such a pivotal time. I think about life. I think about, you know, like, I wish I was a little further along, like, you know, I wish I was in a like committed relationship or, you know, girl, wait, let's just, let's just like take a detour. First of all, you need to let go of timelines because I've been living my life based off of a timeline as long as I can remember. And there's this like comparison game that we all do. And I spoke about this in my last episode, closing out season four, but Compare, there's like this quote that says like comparison is the thief of joy and I think you have to remember not just you like me as well and everybody that like just because somebody else is on a timeline that you would like to be on 
or they're you know quote unquote further in life or like are engaged or this and that it's like that doesn't mean that they're they are happier or that they're living like better lives than we are you know what i mean like your life and where you're meant to be at right this moment is exactly where you you should be and i think it's i think it's great to have goals to say like you know this is what i want in the future but i think like never like hold yourself against this you know like schedule and time is all relative no i i agree that's definitely like probably the societal pressure you know mm-hmm, and totally, things like that yeah. that you know I'm not in a committed relationship either, so I'm with you on that. Well, you ever <laughs> want to hang out, have, do so, have some should, girl time, I'm totally down. Yeah, we down. should do that. And then, like, when things open, we should we could, we could go out. Oh, my God. And be, like, each other's wing women. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, like, museums. You're always at museums. I'm like, okay, I'll tag along if you ever need a – Where do you live? Wait. Actually, in... don't tell me. <laughs> don't, oh, don't tell t- me off air. <laughs> Okay. Well, can I say a general? I'll yeah, just yeah, say yeah. Lower East Side. Oh my God! No way! Did you know that I grew up there? No, I, I grew did up not. right by pianos. Like literally. okay. Yeah. Well, I can't. I have to watch what I say about location, but <laughs> no, let's so talk crazy. off air. Wait, this is wild. Okay, we are definitely gonna hang out. This is why I love doing my podcast, also because I feel like whoever comes on, like I just know off the bat. Like, we will vibe. Like, there has never been a person where I've brought on, I was like, ooh, like, <laughs> this is not a good one, you know? And I end up always meeting the person afterwards. And actually, before COVID, one of my rules for the podcast was that I wanted to record in person. So that was, I did that for two years. And then, obviously, now it's like, everything is virtually. Do you have, I, you notice a shift, like, a preference? I mean, I'm I'm definitely like a people person, like a face to face. But I will say, in terms of logistics, virtually is better. Only in the sense that scheduling is so much easier because often I would have the guests come over to my apartment, or I would you know find a place in the city, like a quiet space, or I'll go to their place. So obviously, it cuts down on travel and commute. And two, I just feel like yeah, it's just easier in terms of getting somebody on. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel like there's definitely pros and cons to both. But I'm like you when it comes to like, I'm a people person. Like if I'm doing an interview, I want to meet you because I feel like I read body language well. Mm -hmm. I just like vibe off of people's energies and I'm so visual. Totally. And I feel like that's an Aquarius thing when you're like, you know, before you even like have an interview or meet someone, if you're going to vibe, like I even have people that want to meet up, but it's just like. If I don't get a good feeling, <laughs> they could be super nice. Yeah. And it, it's not even about judgment. It's just a gut feeling like I know if we're going to vibe or not. Yeah. No, I love hearing that. But I will say also because, you know, when you record a podcast, it's definitely having like the video op- video is an option. But the reason why I don't do that is because I feel like people are so concerned about their appearance that it takes away from this like comfort level and like I mentioned pre-recording that my format is very raw and honest and I feel like some people they keep looking at themselves you know what I mean and it's like they can't really be themselves like I don't even know what you're wearing but you can literally be you know in your I'm in a hoodie I'm yeah in a hoodie. same I'm in like sweatshirt so I feel like when you're in your element it's so much more natural and the flow is 
like so easy going as it is right now. Yeah, that makes sense, especially if someone isn't used to being in the spotlight or like, mm-hmm. you know. So I need yeah. a drink of water. I haven't drink drank any water today. I haven't ate today. I have like a really bad habit of I'm one of those people that forgets to drink, drink and eat. water. This is the thing though. Like when I do recordings, my mouth gets so dry and I'm like, okay, I need to like take a break. Yeah, I actually yeah. need to sip some water. <laughs> yeah, I'm chugging away over here. So sorry if you hear anything. No, it's okay. I also, yeah, this is just real life. Like we, we're taking like crazy detours. Yeah. But let's bring it back. Um, I would love to hear what your definition is of success and happiness. Because in New York, there is this misconception that if you make six figures or plus, like you are successful or if you have like a big house and you're you know you have a million friends well we all know that's not the case and everybody's definition is different so for you personally what does success mean to you and then how would you when you think of happiness what does that look like to you sure okay I'm writing this down (laughs) I would say happiness yes I would say an inner sense of peace because I've been on the both ends of it. I've been, you know, last year was my most successful year. I like made so much for my personal goals. And I've also been on the other end where, you know, I've lived in every single borough, you know, jumping around apartments. Like I lived, I've lived in Harlem. I've lived in Astoria. I lived like Washington Heights, you know, just trying to, make it before I could even move into the city. So I feel like since I've experienced both ends of kind of the income levels, I won't say I was happier one way or another because there's always going to be, you know, life issues that factor in. But I would say just like your sense of peace and calmness, like is what defines happiness to me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Like, I always say, like, people strive to be happy. And happy is a great emotion. But that's what it is. It's an emotion. Like, it's fleeting, you know. But, yeah, go ahead. And even if you're happy, I feel like happiness can mean so many things. You could be happy and not achieving, you know, your best self or your personal growth because you can get comfortable. I think a lot of people misinterpret or like get confused like oh I'm so happy but they could also be oh I'm so comfortable you know and I don't want to like push myself further like you know get in a different relationship that might be my soulmate because I'm like happy slash comfortable I know I keep repeating myself but you know no I know know where I'm going with it I do and I think I, I love the word peace because that really is the ultimate I mean Again, everybody's definition is different, but for me personally, that's where I'm I'm on the same page with you on that because achieving peace is really, really hard. And I feel like inner peace is just like a different layer. When you're able to tap into that, then like no matter what actually happens in your life and no matter what the external forces are and struggles, if you maintain your peace and you're like basically intact despite everything that's like very telling of basically the state of mind that you're in and it's definitely not easy I think sometimes you can achieve that and you have to consistently work on it just like 
self-work. I completely agree. And I feel like going back to the whole piece thing, like if I wasn't an illustrator, I feel like I would be some sort of spirituality teacher, mm-hmm. which I know no one is probably expecting me to say because I don't really talk about it on my Instagram. I don't promote it because it doesn't resonate with everyone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've, I was Reiki certified maybe two years ago. Oh my and God, like, really? And I've taken tarot classes. I do tarot on the side, like for my friends and for myself when I'm seeking guidance. And I have like, I'm not going to go too far into it, but I have, I don't want to say psychic gifts, but I'm just very connected to this world and the spirit world. And I know that sounds crazy, but. No, it doesn't. This is why I'm telling you the universe brought us together. I mean, I don't really have psychic abilities, but. I retired as well for fun. But oh, no I, way. No, I'm telling you. And I have, I literally meditate every day with crystals. Me I, like, too. I do the whole like saging and like, it, it's like a crazy process for me. And all my friends who know me, know me, know that about me. <laughs> so when you mentioned that, I was like, no a freaking way. So actually when we're talking about that, can you walk me through your morning routine? I'm so curious to know. Sure. I mean, it depends every day. I'm. I'm a night owl, so I feel like I stay up pretty late, you know, whether it's, that's just, you know, kind of how my brain is wired, but I try and do my meditations in the morning. I mean, I'm like you, I have my crystals, I sleep with my rose quartz under my pillow, I have all my little, my abundant stones, you know, (laughs) so I try and just pick a meditation. I like guided ones, but I don't think guided ones are necessary. Um, do you use Calm? I don't use Calm, but, like, I, they have, like, some free ones on YouTube. Okay, yeah. Um, but I've heard such good things about the Calm app. I really have. Is that what you use? Yeah. I usually, when I first began meditation, I just did, like, you know, like, just turn inwards. And it, I was more of, like, an unguided one, very, like, again, into my own thoughts. But then I feel like with Calm, there it's broken to, like, different categories, right? So if I'm, like emotionally stressed or if I'm having I don't know it's just like it's very targeted to what you want which I like because in those times when I'm like really stressed out or again I'm feeling great or I want to work on a relationship with others or myself I'm really able to tap into that and that guidance is giving me like a focus point but I think like it's whatever works for you know you even Spotify has really good meditation I need to look into that because I do do the guidance one and like whatever I'm struggling with, you know, I will type in and do like 20 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And even last year, it's like, I mean, I keep getting years confused because of COVID. Before before COVID, I was like really trying to like focus on abundance. And so I did abundance meditation daily. And I even wrote down like one month, like I want to make X amount. This is how much I'm going to make this month this month and it was like a crazy amount that I never thought was possible and I made it so it's just I really believe in the energies and aligning like you're gonna attract what what you put put out out. yes but it's easier to say than Mm -hmm. done like you know oh I know you really I think the key is that you really 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 have to believe it like I do think there is truth in faking it till you make it I think like even if you don't a hundred percent believe maybe you will make x amount of money the more you tell yourself that 
And the more you focus on that, you're putting literally all your energy and attention to that. There's no way for it not to come true. It's like when people um, wake up and they're like in a bad mood, right? And then they focus so much on that. And then they end up having that mood translates to the rest of their day and maybe even week. And it's like, of course, you're going to have a bad day because you started off in a bad mood and you weren't allowing yourself to snap out of it. But I was going to ask, did you read the book, The Secret? Oh, you should. Yeah, you should see my collection of books. Every <laughs> I read every like manifestation, like every kind of those kind of books. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're my type of person. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, it's so funny. Like I would, instead of going to a movie, like if a new movie's out, like put on a show about like psychic abilities or like manifestation yeah. or like the afterlife or even aliens. Like I think that's interesting. Oh <laughs> like, my God. That's same. my kind of stuff. So it's like, <laughs> which is like been a little hard. I feel like even with dating, because I feel like everyone's like, Deanna, you need to hold back on your interests. Like you don't want to weird people out. And I, but it's just like that's who I am. And it's like if our interests don't align, like you don't have to like everything I do. But if you don't like, aren't open to things and don't have that spiritual side to you, I'm not gonna fully connect with you on that level. Oh my god, I literally just can't. I'm I'm going to send this episode to my friends because. I swear to God, they're going to be like, wait, she's your twin. Like, everything you're saying is so me. And I always think that it's so much, it's better, especially in dating, to kind of, like, put all your cards out. It's like, you're going to find this out sooner or later. So if you're not down with this, then what are we even doing? Like, technically, I'm doing both of us a favor by showing you, like, you know, maybe, like, my interest in, like, spirituality and it's just so funny because Aquarius are like, we are the weirdos of, of the oh, zodiac. Yeah. And we look, and the thing is, we could look so normal from the outside. I know. It's like no one would ever think. No, yeah. But that's I think funny. that's kind of like the cool thing about it. It's just like you don't see it coming. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and, so, no, go ahead. I feel like you have more oh, to say. one more thing. I, like, follow this, um, he calls himself, like, a cosmic medium. He's, like, a spiritual teacher. Um, his you Instagram just is, Yeah, his Instagrams feel good. And he, I actually have this written on my desk. I just looked down and I thought I would share it. It says, the second you speak, you feed that timeline. If you have thoughts, rearrange them before you open your mouth. So I feel like a lot of people will vent and a lot of people will just, like, think that makes them feel better at the time but it's like you don't realize you're attracting that and feeding it the second you start talking so I work on if I have certain thoughts before like calling a friend like sometimes I do that but um internalize it you know that's so important yeah yeah I was reading this book called letting go um by I forgot the author's name but he talks a lot about like in like tying in psychology with you know, letting go of, like, anxiety, grief, uh, anger, blah, 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 all these topics. And he was saying a lot about, like, what you were talking about, like, your – what did he say? I'm, like, trying to think. Something about how your thoughts are the first thing that dictates 
everything else. It dictates your emotions. Like you think about something and then that thought causes you to feel something. So if you're saying like, oh, if you're like, oh, I, I think that, oh, I don't think that I'm getting like enough um, campaigns or opportunities or whatever, then you're going to feel maybe like anxious or like fearful because that thought triggered that emotion. And then that emotion triggers like everything else, like your behaviors and actions. And then ultimately it, creates that reality so that's so true send me that as well okay we need to have like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a book group like <laughs> a book exchange as a, well yeah yeah definitely sure. yeah but it's so important because energy is so sacred and I feel like anytime I do like a energy check and I'm like ooh, my energy is drained right now or it doesn't feel good and you find out what the source is that like you need to revoke that access right because you're literally, like you said, like energy is like power. That like you don't want to give your power just to anybody, especially if it's not, you know, bringing you back like light and joy. Exactly. No, that's so true. Yeah. Okay. Enough about energy rant. I can talk about this all day. Oh, same. <laughs> so this podcast is called The City Confessions. And the reason why is because I have been always fascinated by people's stories, just like, you know, you and I are talking. I love, love, love meeting people, especially in New York. There's just like, we all come, you know, from different backgrounds. And I think it's so interesting. Um, but then I also just created this like running theme throughout all my episodes for like a confession. So with that being said, I know it's kind of like I'm throwing it out of nowhere, but if you were to share a confession, what would that be? But I would like to preface this by saying there is no right or wrong confession. And it's just a way to kind of, you know, do something lighthearted or not. So some people have received this question and have said like, wow, I've actually always wanted to share X, Y, and Z. I never have. And they do it. And it's like, letting go and like releasing this weight if it's something more heavy or it can be something super silly but some of the questions I don't know if you have one in your mind yet but some of the questions that I ask to get your you know brain thinking is like you know like what is one misconception you think people have of you or what is one thing you wish people knew about you um or just like something that you're you know going through and you're like shit <laughs> I don't feel good about this or like however you receive it so if you were to share a confession what would that be Deanna sure just lay it on me like that <laughs> um there's a few I feel like tapping into what we just talked about was one of them because I feel right, like right, exactly. people have preconceived judgments of who they think I am and there's a lot more to that um I would say another misconception I would say, I mean, the whole comparing thing and the whole like thinking about how other people are going to judge me, I think that's something that I'm currently, you know, dealing with or trying to overcome because, you know, I could put up this like super confident, you know, I have all these dream clients, I'm living my dream career, which I am, but it's like I still am conscious of like what are people going to think of me like should I not share my interest because maybe they won't you know maybe some of my clients will think that's weird and not book me so it's just like I I feel still guarded in what I share 
Yeah, actually, that's an interesting point because I didn't realize technically you are obviously the face of your brand. Um, but I saw that, especially on your Instagram, you, you do showcase your work, but then you showcase a little bit of you, which is great, like your lifestyle. So I'm sure that it must be difficult to, to balance that, you know, fine line of personal and professional. Yeah, I feel like I'm working on if I like something and I'm like even a drawing, okay, it could be a drawing of something I like. And then I'm, and then sometimes I think what holds me back is I'm like, oh, how is it going to be perceived when I post it? Like, are people going to like this? Are they going to engage? Are they going to think this is cool? So I feel like that is something I'm trying to overcome that really hinders my creativity. Because when I first started my career and I had no followers, I would post all these cool, like raw images from my sketchbook, like, you know, about like emotions and feelings and just like, and I feel like I don't do that anymore because I feel a lot more pressure. Mm. So yeah. that's something I'm, I want to overcome. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll figure it out because Instagram also is, at least for me, right? Because I've been on it for like 10 years. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like you grow and evolve as a person and hence so will your account, especially if it's a reflection and, you know, if you're, if you are approaching it in an authentic way, like it's always hard. Like I have shifted my own, um, what is it called? Like not industry, but I did a lot of fashion in the beginning as well. And I did a lot of like street style. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, that's cool, but I like this. I, you know, I love food. I love travel. I love writing. I love this. Like, I made this decision to, you know, transition into more lifestyle. And I know you were saying the same thing for you about, like, not, like, removing yourself from being just fashion and beauty because that's a big part of your, you know, platform and but it's also like you you will like other things too, you know, like even in like a year, two years, who knows your whole, <laughs> um, I don't know, interest can change. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with like gradually, you know, mm-hmm. introducing your other interests. So I think that's definitely something that I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing. Yeah, no, you should. I want to take a moment right now, though, to just acknowledge you. For showing up and for being on and sharing your story and for allowing this conversation to go in a million directions. <laughs> and I love that I met another Aquarius. I do have close Aquarius friends, but like not as much as I feel like maybe I should. So it's always great to, you know, really meet somebody who I, you know, get along on a surface level, but then I also feel like I vibe on a deeper level even though again we've never met I just feel this energy from you and as we mentioned like time and energy are things that you will never get back so the fact that you allowed access allowed me access to your time and energy this morning or afternoon if you want to be technical I just want to say that I'm grateful and I really appreciate it no the feeling is mutual I'm like so happy we connected and we met and I'm just I'm just grateful for you taking the time Yay. as well. So thank you. But right now is your chance to plug away. So if you have any secret projects you're working on or if you have any services that you will love to, you know, get out there, 
um, feel free to share. And of course, I will leave all of your information in the description box. So my listeners and the world, whoever stumbles around across this can uh, look at. But what can you share with us? Sure. So some of the new things I'm offering, you know, in this transitional period is Zoom live sketching. So if you have an event going on, like a family get together, a bachelorette, like a wedding got postponed, you know, I'll log on your Zoom call with you and do like quick portrait sketches and then um, email the host, the one with all of the illustrations and also mail one. So I feel like that's kind of a nice takeaway to switch up Zoom calls. Um, I'm working on illustrations for Grownish, which is a TV Oh my series. God, that's a huge deal. Yeah, so I have, they booked me for like 27 illustrations and I have three new ones due each week. Oh my God. So they're using them for promoting and social media so like that's really cool I just am in like my third week doing it with them so trying to think what else oh I have I'm working on something for Estee Lauder I'm doing sketches for them for like an upcoming I feel like your work and their like image is very like you guys definitely align yeah I love that and I love their company I just think they're such a great company to work for so and then also just like everyday people I'm doing custom, not, every, you know what I mean by everyday people, <laughs> yeah. um, custom commissions, you know, doing yeah. a dog sketch, just wedding photos. Um, oh, one more thing. And then I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> um, I'm doing custom matchbooks. So like for giftings for Valentine's Day or friends or whoever, it's like you can pick like your up to your top 10 favorite restaurants and i'll create the custom matchbooks as like an artwork for you to gift so oh my god that's awesome i'm gonna have to contact you i feel like there's a lot of things that i can um you know use you for oh my god yes (laughs) i actually just looked at the calendar and your episode is going live on the 15th so yeah it is i didn't realize that so it's gonna be the perfect yeah it'll be the perfect way to celebrate your birthday yeah that's exciting Yes, so guys, today, if you are listening it on February 15th, 2021, go wish Deanna happy birthday. I already feel like, you know, I don't want to jump the gun because we are recording it two weeks prior, but like, there's just going to be a beautiful energy. I really do hope you have a fabulous birthday and you wake up just feeling, you know, your best self. Thank you so much. Well, I feel so much better after this interview. I feel like... (laughs) I just, I just feel lighter. So thank you. Yay. Okay. One, one more question. Okay. I promise. I know I keep like lying. It's a good question and it's okay. just a way to wrap up the episode with a bow. So what is the one thing you love most about yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Honestly, it sounds like a very generic, um, I have a few, not to be cocky. No, but. that is, oh my God, wait. I just want to like praise you right now because I tell people that all the time. Like usually they're like, they're so uncomfortable and then it takes them a while. And I'm like, um, you should have like a list. Like you should just shoot them out. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I no shame, girl. I feel like genuinely, I feel like I'm a good person. Like I treat people right. I treat people how I would want to be treated. And I... I feel like I'm very empathetic and it's something in, that I've 
you know, that is a blessing and a curse, but way more of a blessing. So I, I feel like when I meet people or like I could see someone on the street, it's just, I have a deep sense of compassion for anyone. I'm like getting emotional and I don't even know why I'm getting emotional. I just feel like I care about others. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can feel that. Like, I feel like in your core, like you are a good person. And I love surrounding myself with good people because, you know, you it's, it's contagious. And I'm sure like whoever has privilege to be around you, like they – a hundred percent will want to be a better person too. You know what I mean? Even if they don't realize it, I'm sure like energy transferring is a real thing. So yeah. And like, you know, good, good people deserve good things. So Right. Yeah. So I, feel like gotta... <laughs> I feel like I'm finally getting to the, the point where it's just like, okay, I, I deserve these things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, you too, girl. So. <laughs> I guess thank you you're so sweet um thank you so much for sharing your story and again being on I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I know it's a little bit of everywhere but come on this is the city confessions we do not have rules here we make our (laughs) own (laughs) but I hope you guys enjoyed it and you can follow Deanna and all of her links um in the show notes so click on it right now (laughs) and stay tuned for next week's as i'll have a new episode coming up obviously every mondays i hope you guys are doing well and i'll talk to you guys later all right bye bye